Welcome to the Leadership Levers Podcast. I'm your host, Will Gladhart, CEO of Connect2Metrics. At Connect2Metrics, we help organizations strengthen their culture one action at a time. We're here today to learn about the actions leaders have taken to address cultural change. Our guest today is Dr. Katie Irvin, the CEO of Catalyst Development. Thanks so much for making time to join us today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited for this. Excellent. I thought we would start by having you share with our audience a bit about yourself and your background. I I always like to tell people it's been a windy, interesting road. So um, I spent 14 years in corporate HR. So my undergrad is sociology, psychology. My master's is human resources development. And so did 14 years of corporate HR and was like, I don't want to do this. I'm not... I don't care about all of the minutia that um, HR has. And I, I love HR people. Like they're my heart. They're where I started my company, the reason why. But it's just HR people know you're wearing 80 hats and and doing so much. So left HR and went into higher ed administration. It's been another 12 years in higher ed administration. And during that time, finished my doctorate in adult education and leadership. And while I was in higher ed, the world just kept pulling me over to leadership skill development. And over the last five or six years, I've served on a lot of committees in Kansas City where people talk about the skill gap in Kansas City. And there's there's a workforce skill skills gap. And I knew I had tools to fill that gap. And so about 16 months ago, I started Catalyst Development, which is a leadership skill building company. So I tell people we're not consultants, we're business partners. If you want, if you want someone to come in and tell you why you should be a leader, buy a book. But if you want someone to come in and really do impactful leadership skill building, then Catalyst is your company. That's really cool. Thank you so much for sharing that. You definitely sit in an interesting role because you were the you know, the partner to leaders, but also you and you are a leader of a team of people as well. And I think you'll have some very interesting insights to share with us today. We'll be discussing three questions. So as a warm up to start our conversation, would you share why you believe a healthy culture is critical? Yeah. I mean, to me, I always talk about the workplace as a house and healthy culture, culture in general is the foundation of the house. And so if you don't have a strong foundation to build on, then everything else will eventually crumble. And, you know, there's so much research out there that tells you the importance of culture. And the one I always go back to with my clients is Deloitte did a research study that if you invest in your culture, your profits will go up over three years, 587%. Like if that's not... It's shocking. It's amazing. I know. It's like... I, I love when clients say, we don't have a budget or time for that. And I'm like, oh, let's talk about some numbers. But more importantly, like forget the numbers of it all, just from the human value point of view. Like to have a healthy culture, people will want to be there. So my doctoral research is workplace motivation, employee satisfaction. So how do we create an environment where people will be more productive and more happier and more loyal and get more done? And it's rooted in having a strong culture. If you have a strong culture, people will want to be there and they will invest in your organization. So let's begin with question one. What do you see as the biggest challenge leadership faces for cultural change within any organization or maybe even specifically your own? I think the biggest challenge is self-awareness and the fear of being vulnerable. When we talk about 
culture in the workplace. It's really everybody's responsibility and everybody's job. But I feel sometimes those in the executive chairs or other leadership roles, they take it personally when there is a culture problem in the organization. I used to work for a higher ed institution and I would say, you know, look, I'm I wish this was hyperbole, but we are in a culture crisis. Like, here's the quotes that people are saying each day about this organization. And and the president of the university is like, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. And it's like, look, I'm not saying this about you. I'm not telling you you're a bad leader. I'm just saying the organization is in crisis and we need to come together to, to pull it together. And so I think too often leaders will take it personally when you know we we talk about an unhealthy culture and and as leaders what we really need to do is say okay why is it unhealthy and let's let's move forward to fix it and not take it so personally thank you for sharing that uh, i i love that you highlight self awareness and being open and vulnerable to those critiques and criticisms that may come from staff, because they're ultimately the voice of the organization. And yeah. uh, leaders can't be blind and or unaware to that and helping people feel that they've been understood, heard, and listened to, which is yeah. which is absolutely critical. So I'm glad you identified those challenges. So what do you think leaders can do to address the challenges in this capacity that they're facing? Leaders need to celebrate when your people complain, when your people say, hey, here's the problems, instead of shutting it down, instead of denying it, leaders should really celebrate because it's when they get quiet that we really should worry. And so leaning into the, you know, the struggles, leaning into the feedback, leaning into the willingness to share, I think is so important. And so really shifting to a growth mindset when they give you that feedback, okay, that is fantastic. How can we grow? How can we get better? And then building strong teams around that. You know, the leaders in title don't have to do all of the work. And so when we really empower our people, when we support them to help make change and to bring about culture or strong culture in the organization, they're going to buy in more when we allow them to be a part of the conversation they're going to be more vocal. I tell people all the time, I love going and sitting next to the grouchiest person in the room. The person that is the biggest complainer, the person that is the most negative. To me, I love that person because once we get them on board, you're looking at everyone else, you're like, what? you know, what's what's a safe name? Mildred's on board. Like, why aren't you on board? She complains about everything. And so figuring out that loudest voice, that grouchiest person and getting them on board, hearing their problems, it's such a gift. But so often I've seen leaders say, well, we don't want that person on this committee because they'll derail things. Well, you better have them on the committee. You better have the voice in there because they're going to derail it afterwards if they're not a part of the solution. Absolutely. Well, yeah, why go to all the work and then have the one employee that has the loudest voice who's not bought in that the leader yeah. doesn't feel is worthy of having a voice. And then it continues that underrunning current of dissension within the organization and change is hard and cultural change is even harder because it's a process. It's over time. And I love that you point out that it's important to collaborate, to build that team, to have, the leader doesn't have to do it alone and it's not personal. So what what really cool insights. Is there anything else you'd like to share or add to you know a culture or leadership challenge or any advice you'd have for leaders? I love this question because 
as leaders, we think we have to know it all, be it all, do it all. And we don't. And first of all, what does even it all mean? I just did a keynote <laughs> recently and it was like, you remember back when we were young in our career and we we're like, we want it all. And then it's like, what does that even mean? And then what do we have to sacrifice to have it all? But I would say to leaders, don't stop growing. Don't stop learning. Don't stop that process. And so too often we get comfortable in our leadership seats and think that that we're there. And so we stop our own personal growth. We stop remembering what it was like to be in those chairs. And so we start then unintentionally doing the things that we hated when people did to us. And it's just, we lose sight and we lose touch. And so stay in touch, be involved, keep people involved. You know, if you work in a brick and mortar situation, walk the floor, see your people, be engaged, find out what they want. Because if not, they're going to leave you. They're going to leave you for a healthier culture. And and I just think that's, I think that's the most important is to just keep growing. And I love you point that out because at this point in time, at least juncture in the workforce, uh, we hear it from everywhere. Workforce, workforce talent, workforce skills, workforce leadership, what's lacking in the environment presently today. And it all stems from communication and culture and a deficit of leadership or not understanding how to lead. You know, I have a feeling you're going to be very busy and continue to be busy at Catalyst. So any other parting final thoughts or else we can just wrap up? I will say exactly what you said. There is just such an opportunity from my research that I did five years ago, the desire to belong, the desire to have the skills, the desire to have the autonomy that I found in my research is actually more powerful now since the pandemic. And so as leaders, lean into that, give into that. Don't shy away from that because it's just really going to make you a force to be reckoned reckoned with as an organization and increase. It raises your profits when you pay attention to all those other things. Dr. Irvin, I've enjoyed having you on today. Thank you so much for your insights. Thank you. Thank you for joining the Leadership Levers podcast. You may find all our Leadership Levers episodes on our website at connect, the number two, metrics.com forward slash podcast. Tune in weekly as we invite leaders to share their experiences in strengthening culture one action at a time.